Welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we're going to be discussing the difficult question of, what if my husband won't lead me spiritually? Well, there could be a lot of reasons. I mean, off the cuff, um, they might not be a Christian. It's actually striking to me how many wives want their non-Christian husbands to have like be a leader and mm. and they probably have no notion of being a spiritual leader. So that's that's one reason. Um, another uh, is I've had the privilege to sit with a lot of men who um, have failed to meet the expectations of their wife. And so one of them is insecure men will rarely ever rise up and lead. And one of the best ways to make a man insecure is to tell him how he fails all the time. And so mm. that's like a really common thing. And I think wives are trying to, I don't know, manipulatively motivate their husband by telling them how they fail. Like maybe he'll rise to the occasion. There are there are some men who respond to that kind of coercion. Uh, they're very rare. And at best, you get behavior modification, which is not really what a wife wants. Right. Uh, most men are afraid of failure. So it's not uncommon that uh, wives have an unrealistic and I would say often extra biblical view of spiritual leadership mm -hmm. that um, the husbands know, even if I try. Uh, or if I have to take a year or two to grow into it, um, she need, she's expecting me to be like a mature spiritual leader right away. But like, mm -hmm. if I'm not leading spiritually, I might be an immature spiritual leader. Yeah. And the only way to grow into that is over time and practice and making a lot of errors. And oftentimes husbands feel like if they have a critical wife or a wife that they're not meeting their expectations, or if you're being compared to a pastor or another wife's husband or, or like, how, how that, that wife was spiritually led by her father. Oh as yeah. A child. I mean, there's just, yeah. there is a stamp there, yep. you know, of what that should look like. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> there's a lot of stories going so through my could, brain right now. Come, it could come from a lot of different angles and what a yeah. wife believes or even what yeah. she's studying in the Bible of how she feels like yep. she should be leading the family. Yeah. You so, know, if her husband doesn't step in. Yeah. I, I have a lot more reasons of like, like why? I mean, the question is what if, but I think like identifying yeah. some whys here are important. Yeah. Um, oftentimes if the wife has strong leadership gifts, uh, a husband does not like very rarely will wives with strong leadership gifts, marry husbands mm -hmm. who have strong leadership gifts. Mm -hmm. So it's like, would you, would I want to get in the pulpit right after one of the best teachers in the world? No, I'd feel very like hesitant. I'd be like, nah, you got it. Yeah. You know, why don't you just do my section too? Because you seem like you enjoy it. Yeah. And you do it really well. The, the last thing we want to do is try something uh, in the face of somebody who is gifted and mm. experienced. And then, um, yeah. And then I'll say this and uh, some ladies can punch me through the screen. Some women are unleadable. <laughs> Un unleadable. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, that's a thing. Um, uh, they say they want it. Um, and, but this is, this is everywhere. Mm. Uh, everybody who's ever been a boss, there are some people who are unmanageable. Mm. Um, anybody who's ever run an organization, like there, there are some people who will self-identify as a victim, but actually if they did try, it's just not going to happen. They mm. just are not able to be led. Mm. Um, I've had people like that. I'm sure you've had people like that. Some of you have kids that are unleadable, mm. right? They're just strong-willed. Yeah. They will do what they want. It has to be on their terms. And that's not really leadership. That's me more trying to help you do what you want on your terms and your way. And I'm just there to make you, you know, like that's mm. not how this works. So, so interesting. So let me give you some advice. Like if you are dealing with a husband who um, is not meeting your expectations of spiritual leadership, here's some things I think that could, could help. 
the first thing I'll say is the next episode we're doing is we're defining what spiritual leadership is biblically. It is one of the most loaded terms that I can't tell you how many good intentioned Christian wives just like add to the biblical definition of spiritual leadership. Mm. And um, I, I think we need to get really simple and biblical and then contextualize for every marriage. But so that's number one is listen to the next episode so that we can define that. Um, number two is make sure both of you have the same definition. This is important. So in, in marriage, when we do premarital counseling, um, yeah, we talk about communication. We talk about sex. We talk about different things, but there is like one thing over and over again that leads to the demise of marriages almost quicker than anything else. And it's when they have a disagreement on what is a man's responsibility and what is a woman's responsibility mm -hmm. roles, right? Yep. A whole bunch of like dialogue we could have on that, but we work really, really hard to make sure that couples are on the same page in terms of theological and practical expectations for what does the husband do? So practically there's silly ones like who takes out the garbage? I mean, that's, that should be like really whatever, but like, you'd be surprised. Like there are men who are like, I don't do diapers. And that it's a practical thing. You know yeah. what I mean? But then you start getting into the theological things. Do you believe in male headship and leadership? If so, what does that mean? Do you believe that wives should submit to their husbands? If not, why not? Biblically, can you defend that? If so, biblically, what does that actually mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, what decisions is he actually able to make? If right. That, you know, if you follow, or that. is leadership even about decision making? Mm -hmm. Right? Can you? Know, I mean, yep. these are. Yep. I mean, these are big questions. I think mm -hmm. that we have loaded the terms and the dialogue, and I think helping people process these in a a simple way in contextualizing is really important. So um, making sure you guys are on the same page, that's going to be really, really important. Um, the next piece of advice I would give is as a, the opposite of criticism, <laughs> the opposite of letting him know that he's not meeting my expectations. Uh, what every man really, really, really wants is respect. You want your wife to look at you and believe in you, to think highly of you to speak as if she thinks you're great. Now she's not, ex most guys, I mean, there are probably some narcissists out there. Like most guys are not like, treat me like Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, and if they are, they've got deeper issues that hmm. this question is probably not the one we need to be answering right. right now. Right. But if they're a normal dude, most normal dudes, they just want their kids and their wife to think they're respectable and they want them to see their strong qualities. Um, husbands kind of want to be bragged about by, you know, their wives when they're not there. You know what I mean? There are these mm -hmm. things that you, when you respect somebody, when you look up to them and it's interesting because the wife who respects her husband, the husband returns it uh, and he will respect her back. And I've never met a woman who's like, I don't want to be respected. Right. Like right. everybody wants to be respected, right. but what respect does, it's the key that unlocks a man's potential leadership. You will, you'll, you'll probably get 10% of what he's capable of if he does not believe in his heart, you're his biggest champion, you respect him, and you see what God's doing in his heart and life. So I have a question about that. Mm -hmm. As I think I agree with you with mm -hmm. the whole respect thing, is there a time and place though where a wife should have the freedom to voice either concerns or desires mm -hmm. or dreams that she has for her family? You know, if 99% of the time is respect and adoration, is there a time and place mm -hmm. where she can say like, or has the freedom to say like, I would love for you to pray with me every night. Mm -hmm. You know, it, I'm just trying to find the balance there of being like, well, yeah. you don't want to heap on all these expectations yep. and be critical, but do you just not say anything and hope that he can read your mind about what you 
would wish for your, you know, for the couples who didn't explicitly say like, yeah. this is what it should look like in our relationship. Right. I So I think possibly, and this is why I'm really, I'm really glad you brought it up because if, if what anybody hears is dote him all the time and never bring up honest stuff or like, if I bring up something honest, then that's not respectful. So I'll, I'll use you and I, for example. Okay. Um, I believe you respect me and I know, you know, that I respect you. Right. But you've also said hard things to me and I, I don't think that, so you don't like sit there and compliment me all the time. Right. That is like, that's not the nature of our relationship. Right. 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 In fact, I probably like affirm you because like even just being in a studio and speaking and teaching and all that kind that's of stuff true. is a little newer for you than yep. it is for me. Yeah. And um, so like, I go out of my way to affirm you a lot more, but like um, having a hard conversation with somebody actually is a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, if I believe that you are capable of hearing hard things, you want to change. I don't respect somebody because they're great. I respect somebody because they're humble. And uh, now don't get me wrong. If they're great at something, I'm like, I acknowledge that. Like I'm really proud of them. But um, I think if you, if your version of respect doesn't allow you to have a voice to be honest, then I actually don't think you respect them. I think you're afraid of them. Hmm. And respect requires having hard conversations because if I respect somebody, I believe they can handle it. And I believe they want what's best for both of us. And I think that's a different conversation if you're coming from a respectful heart and like concern and love. And like, it's just different than just coming being like, oh, yep, you failed again. (laughs) That's so you. You are a terrible person. (laughs) Now, like this little side here, but I think this is a worthy discussion. Um, It's okay if a wife loses her temper at her husband and isn't respectful once or twice. It Like everybody has a bad day. Yeah. And it, again, don't uh, let that label who the, she yeah. is like, and yeah, like yeah. you and I and every other person alive who's been married, we've had our worst moments and we've probably said some things that we, we wish we could put back in the toothpaste container, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. then they're not going back in, they're and, not going. but it, but if they really are respectable, um, they're going to forgive me when I, who God willing is respectable, ask for forgiveness and we can move past some of that stuff. So this isn't even about perfection. I mean, grace has to like be really mm-hmm. coat an entire marriage yep. um, because both parties are going to do ridiculous things over the top things, say terrible things that is going to happen. Yep. Now, of course, there's like three people listening who are like, not me. I'm like, well, great, you're <laughs> passive, so whatever. Um, but like, there are these moments where you lose it, and that's so. I think that's that's really important. Okay. Um, there's a there's another piece of encouragement, which is understand God is writing this guy's story, and he might be spiritually immature in leadership. He might never have seen it, had it modeled. He might not even know what it means. And so, it, it, just respect where he's at and love. If you have a spiritually immature husband in any way, love that. And believe that he is on a path of growth and facilitate that process. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, again, when you get a brand new Christian and they're like, well, look what Pastor Michael does with his wife. Like, that's Mm -hmm. not fair. You know, not helpful. It's not helpful in any way. We're not playing a comparison game. Yeah. This is not what do they do? Um, It's who are we? Who are you? And what's next? Right. And what is God working on us right now? Not what he's doing for other couples. Amen. My last piece of advice is what if I have a husband who won't lead spiritually and I would tell every wife lead quietly, Hmm. whatever your definition of spiritual leadership, if he won't pray, 
um, with the kids or with you, go go pray with the kids. Mm-hmm. Invite him into it. Hey, I'm going to go pray with the kids. You want to come? Um, you don't have to be a jerk about it. You don't have to be like, well, it was your job, but because you won't do it, right? I'm don't make go him do pay it. for it if he's not interested. If he's not right. there yet, right? That's not loving kindness. That's not drawing him. Yeah. <laughs> to be more san- oh sanctified, that's him gonna get angry at you, and right. he's like, Meh, I actually <laughs> don't want to be like you. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's so funny how many things that husbands and wives do that that accomplish the complete opposite of what they really want. Mm. You know, it's like, so oh, true. all I want is connection. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's so Please true. Come get me. You know, like, come on. You know, and we all do it, though, right? We all I mean, do it. Everybody does it, except yep. for the two or three listening who are right. um, except for them. Um, so again, there, there's a lot here, but yeah. be just lead quietly. Somebody's got to lead, you know, mm-hmm. somebody's got to encourage spiritually. Somebody's got to open up the scripture. Somebody's got to make sure this is happening, but you can do it in a way that is not punitive. And if you can figure that out, praise God. Um, there, there's a, a awesome passage of scripture. And for the life of me, I can't remember the reference, but it says the kindness of God leads people to repentance. Mm. And if you want someone to change, uh, James says the anger of man does not accomplish the righteousness that God desires. Yep. So we our, our flesh uses anger to manipulate, to get what we want out of our spouse. Yep. All you get is behavior modification. Yeah. What Romans teaches is that, no, it's the kindness of God that leads to repentance. In other words, kindness is, is the foundation for seeing change happen. Mm. If you want to see somebody change, mm. learn kindness, mm-hmm. learn how to have a respectful conversation, learn how to correct with the spirit of gentleness and humility. Mm. Um, if you're angry and mean and bitter, you're going to get a distant husband. Yep. So, fortunately. Well, there is a lot there, which is why we need to have a couple more episodes on this. I say we do that. <laughs> the next one is, how does the Bible define spiritual leadership in the home? 